0: Your favorite time of the day is here, break is ready, let's go! My name is Chris DeBacker and I'm your host and joining me today are two intriguing and mysterious gentlemen sitting across from me you know and love him because he is so much like Bigfoot. He's large, he's covered with hair, he's ten times stronger than the average man, and there are only a couple of good pictures of him out there that haven't been photoshopped. It's Scott Blakemore! And also with us in studio today is a guy who reminds us all of the Loch Ness Monster. He's legendary. Most people don't believe something as amazing as him actually exists. And when they do actually see him, it becomes one of the highlights of their life. It's my guy, Joe Cropper. What's happening, Joe?
1: <laughs> that's great. I've been called the legend before, but that was mostly because I was always on crutches in college from a couple knee injuries in college, but that's all right. Our podcast email address is ready at gmail.com. Breakisready at gmail.com. We would love to get those emails. Love to hear your comments about the show. Uh, I have today's word of the day if you guys are ready for it. Let's go. Okay. Today's word. You probably have heard this before, but do you really know what it means? I like those kinds of words, okay? The word is fervid. F-E-R-V-I-D. Fervid. Fervid. Passionate? Yeah, you're on, you're on the right track there. It's intensely enthusiastic or passionate especially to an excessive degree so you hear the words typically like fervid imagination that just basically means it's intense it's enthusiastic passionate or fervid about football I don't know
2: things like that we have a few days of the week to explore this episode we have coming up this week curious events day I like curiosity you do say be curious be curious and and one of the things is things you could or be curious about would be Logan's like master—that was one of them, yeah. right? And then, yeah. you know, is Joe Sasquatch? So, no, apparently <laughs> yeah. like, I'm apparently. Sasquatch. Apparently. You're the hairy one. I'm, I'm
0: Sasquatch. <laughs> if you can't find Sasquatch, better look inside because it could be you. Could be you. <laughs> is the Black Knight satellite
2: really from outer space? Are you familiar with the Black Knight uh, satellite? I don't know what that means. All right. Well, there's a satellite that apparently is orbiting the Earth from pole to pole, which is not typical for how we have things orbiting the Earth. And there's a conspiracy theory out there thinking that this is from deep outer space and it's monitoring us and sending back to wherever it came from things about us. And so there's just this huge conspiracy theory. Is that it, NASA says it's just debris that fell off the International Space Station.
0: Everything else goes east to west. Well, it or usually goes orbits east.
2: around the Earth. Yeah. And this is going like north and south yeah. orbiting the Earth that Ooh, way.
0: And this is a for real thing. There is just something we're curious about.
2: No, there no, there is a for real thing orbiting the earth. What it is, hmm. NASA says it's just debris from the International Space Station. Others think it's some mysterious satellite. Ooh. We also have national pet obesity awareness day. Pet obesity. Pet <laughs> Obesity Awareness Day. I did not know there was a Is there anything that. about that day that would strike you as being a little odd?
0: Yeah. Why are we why are we celebrating a pet? who has really no control generally over their food supply, right? So it's really me as the owner continuing to feed them at a level that's obviously unhealthy. Right. If you you can look at your pet and say, you are obese, pal, (laughs) I think that might be your problem.
2: Here's how you know if you have an obese pet, okay? Okay. Sagging belly or midsection, Mm -hmm. right? Lagging behind on walks or resistance to going on a walk at all. Excessive panting or breathing difficulties, fatigue, tiredness, or refusal to play games. Or, we, are, are we obese pets? I think I, we are.
0: That's, <laughs> that's awesome. awesome. Sounds like
2: us. We're obese pets. So, anyways,
0: you, you had me at the sagging midsection. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, that sounds so much like Scott. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's furry. So, like <laughs> you know,
2: We also have National Face Your Fears Day. It's an ideal time for you to name what frightens you and what scares you, you know, for whatever reason it frightens or scares you, and then go out and be brave, take some courage to conquer them. Joe, what scares you? I'm curious to know what scares you.
0: Joe's shaking his head. We know Joe is the manly man, and there's very (laughs) little that can scare a manly man. Why were you shaking your head?
1: If if I have a fear, I'm not going to go face it. So (laughs) what am I... I, That scares me, right? (laughs) No. One of my biggest fears is heights, right? And so the idea of going even up a ladder over a story tall is terrifying. Or really? The, or on the roof of the house, you know. And now I can get on the, you know, as long as I'm not like on, near the edge, I can do it, as long as it's a pretty flat roof, you know? <laughs> Are you afraid
2: you're going to go jump off or something? <laughs> I don't know. I'm
1: like, a <laughs> gust of wind will blow me off my <laughs> saggy midsection. I don't know.
0: Is that really what scares you?
1: what's the falling
0: the fall well yeah the falling it's probably not even so much the falling as what's going to happen when exactly, you
1: hit well, exactly <laughs> you know as a younger person going to the amusement parks with the giant roller coasters or the power tower or cedar point for example terrifying. All I can visualize is this seat breaking and me falling straight down.
0: Yeah. I think with a lot of fears, it's probably more the unknown than it is the actual event because it's you know, you imagine something that's probably worse than it could be. I'm going to ask you to think about the fear of the unknown. Oh, okay. Okay. So we've got we got a little something we want to do with you here, Joe. Are you ready for that? Okay, now I am fearful. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a I'm little something terrified. We want to uh, a little game. We want you to play, Joe, and we want you to have some control over this game. It's going to be. You, you got a couple of options here. I have okay.
1: a new fear. It is this game. as it looks like. Yeah. Oh so,
0: so Scott. In the world. Scott just brought out a box. Okay, it's a it's an ordinary box yeah. by every measure. Okay.
1: Little Amazon box. And,
0: yeah, and Scott also just brought out a bowl. Oh, my goodness. So, Joe, today we want you to face your fear. Now, it's not heights, but this is fear of the unknown.
1: I'm terrified.
0: So so really what we want you to do, Joe, we want you to make a decision. And we want you to decide, (laughs) am I going to reach my hand into this box and grab whatever is in there? Or will I open the top of this bowl and eat whatever's inside of that eat bowl? Eat whatever's in the bowl? Which one do you want to do, Joe? We want you to face your fear today, and we want to share it with all of our listeners. You
2: have to do one.
1: I'm afraid this is my last podcast, guys. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> okay. I Okay, you know, I have a new fear. It is whatever this is. <laughs> So the box is, I have to reach in the box.
0: You have to reach in the box. Put my hand
2: through through there and and then reach down and grab it. And grab it. i have to eat it.
0: (laughs) You don't have to eat it. You can eat it if you want. That might be fun, but yeah.
1: So the bowl where I would have to eat something, that is terrifying because I have no idea what that And is. I've watched Fear Factor when it was back on back in the day. They'd always have some goofy, crazy fear thing where you're eating some crazy stuff. And eh, that doesn't appeal to me too much. So the good news is the box is not moving so it can't be a rattlesnake.
0: Joe, f- face your fear. Have you made your <laughs> choice? No, probably Can't not. shake it. I, okay. I,
1: I think I'm going to choose the box.
0: Okay. Joe chooses the box. All right, Joe. Joe's got the box in front of him. All you have to do, Joe, without a uh, little bit on the honor system here, we want you to break your hand through the top of the box and then just reach down carefully and see what you've come up <laughs> with here. I'm All still eyes are on you, Joe. <laughs>
1: okay, here we go. Hands going in.
2: Reach down. Keep going a little further. A <laughs> little further. Okay, uh, keep, keep, keep touching it. <laughs> keep <laughs> touching it. Feel <laughs> it. You got, you got to try to guess what it is.
0: Oh, is he's it? got a handful. It's slimy. Joe, <laughs> I give you credit for They're just cold. reaching down and grabbing that. Why don't you pull one out, Joe? And...
1: Oh, I just in my hand. <laughs> okay, to pull it out.
0: Pull it out. Pull it out.
1: What is
0: that? <laughs> Joe, that is... That's canned octopus. <laughs> and I get, look at, there, there it is.
2: Oh, man. Just so you know, Joe. <laughs> you eat did octopus. you make a good choice? Either way, Joe,
0: oh, octopus was on the menu.
1: Guys, that was disgusting, gross, slimy. Um, I'm just glad I did not have to eat it. You guys said you, you did have some?
0: We actually had it. It kind of tastes like a more, like a meaty, thicker tuna. Okay. Right. It's got a little bit of a... Seafoody kind of taste, but it's not real overwhelming. You know how how would you eat that though? Normally, what would deep you deep fried Deep fry it? That'd probably be pretty good, <laughs> it, right?
2: May, maybe pull up. I mean, you can deep fry anything and taste good. <laughs> Sure. So I,
0: you can throw it on a salad.
2: I, that you're you're right, Chris. That would probably be the way to do it. Not on my salad. salad. Not my salad. I'll stick with the cheese and croutons. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna make an octopus sandwich. When you <laughs> say right.
0: That. right. And why would you wreck a good salad with octopus? <laughs> right? say, I don't think anybody's ever said that.
2: Well, it's actually World Octopus Day. Oh, okay. So that's why we fear yeah. and octopus together. That's right. Oh, we, we we're trying to be creative here. This is a creative show. So it's World Octopus Day. Oddly enough, did you know octopus predate dinosaurs?
0: They look a little dinosaurish.
2: They look a little dinosaur, yeah. but but they they found fossils of octopus that
0: predate dinosaurs. Which is actually quite interesting in the fact that octopus usually only live one to two years. One fact I found about octopus that I thought was really interesting, you talked about their short lifespan. Male octopus, when they are procreating, they actually pass away shortly after they've mated with their partner. Another thing I thought was really cool, a lot of people know this when an octopus is under attack, a predator will grab onto one of their tentacles and and they are able to lose a tentacle, the octopus and regrow that tentacle. And not just regrow it in a, like a small little way, but actually regrow it to the same size and have the same effectiveness and usefulness. This is what I thought was interesting is that tentacle if it's laying there and it doesn't get eaten or you know mauled or demolished will actually because of all the neurons that are found in octopus tentacles that tentacle can still grab onto food right and it'll still operate like it normally would and that same tentacle even though it's detached from the body will take that food and bring it to the place where the tentacle believes the octopus's mouth would have been its It's body
2: it's like it has its mind of its own
0: it's a mind of its own that's exactly right that is wild that is very cool very of smart course. animals.
2: They think they're probably the smartest animal in the ocean. I mean, next to dolphins probably. But their neurons in their brains, they just have so many. Very smart animals. Speaking of smart, National Train Your Brain Day. There's a quote that came with this day. You are strongest muscle and worst enemy is your mind. Mm. Train it well. Here are things you can do to train your brain. Crossword puzzles. It's not like too do much work. work. Study a foreign language. Oka mm. <laughs> Paka Thank you. <laughs> Go to bed early and learn a word of the
1: day. You know this explains a lot why my why my brain is not being trained very much. <laughs> I do word of the day, but it's just once a week, and uh, I don't do any of those other things. So, <laughs> oh, you
0: go to bed early. Go to bed early. Come up oh. with word of the day. Sleep in late.
2: <laughs> do you fervidly use the word of the day? Ooh, uh, no. <laughs> well, that's the problem, Joe. You need to use the I word of to, the day. You're right. You're it, right. I need to train my brain. Real quick, it is estimated the average brain thinks between 60,000 and 80,000 thoughts every day. The brain is composed of approximately 100 billion neurons. The octopus has about 500 million neurons, and it's relatively intelligent, but we have 100 billion mm. wow. neurons in our that's brain. That's amazing. So that's a really important muscle, right? Train it well.
0: And still some people act dumber than an octopus sometimes, don't they? <laughs> yes. I wonder, like, how do they have enough energy to even get through and enough brain power to get through the day? Hey, yeah.
2: I'm offended by that comment. <laughs> Speaking of training your brain... We have National Chess Day. Oh, I do not play chess. You don't? I don't never know how. played. I never have. Pretty complicated. Did you for play my chess? Brain?
0: Like, I was self-taught to play chess. Wow! I, I, how? I did. I know. Isn't this crazy? I played this video game called Battle Chess. Oh yeah. Uh, oh. Right? And yep. you had you had the knights and the kings and the queens all fighting each other.
1: I do remember that game. Do You
0: remember? And you actually, I learned chess. And I, I, I wouldn't say I'm an ac- I'm an accomplished chess player, but I could sit down and play with somebody just because of learning those moves. And just being more entertained by the battles that I saw on the computer, but yeah, so I can I can play a little I remember, chess. I
1: remember that game and that make, making me want to learn to play chess, but then I,
0: I never did. You know, <laughs> so, well, I've, I've got something interesting about chess. Right? Did you know that chess is actually the top-selling board game of all time, right? And most people, I would say, wouldn't declare themselves a chess player, but more people have bought chess than any other game over time.
1: You know, there's a game I think I would like to learn sometime, maybe when I when I retire and i have to think a bunch of other things, but th- th- it is intriguing because there's some, a lot of strategy involved with it, right? When a lot you, of strategy, they, yep, yep. You have the phrase playing chess, not checkers, and I'm more of a checkers player, which <laughs> explains a lot too.
0: <laughs> so I've got a question for you, Joe. We know that chess is the top-selling board game of all time. Can you name the other the other top four. So what are the top five best-selling board games mm. of all time? Knowing that chess is number one. I'm going to assume checkers is not one of those top five. I don't know how to take that. You're assuming it's not, or is that a guess? <laughs> what, which, one, which one are you giving uh, me? I'll here? say it's a guess. It's a guess. It's number two. Oh, okay. All so right. either you're a chess player or a checkers player that you got the top um, two slots. Okay.
1: that was a, That was a tricky way for me to kind of get that guess in there without maybe costing <laughs> me a guess. Monopoly. Yeah, Joe,
0: you're going right down in order. Monopoly is number three, introduced in 1935. (laughs) Monopoly number three, Joe, four and five. Both games introduced in, well, one of them was introduced in 1938. The other introduced in 1949.
1: I'm going to say the Game of Life.
0: Game of Life is there. It's actually number 11. Okay. Number 11. Everybody plays Life. Not a top five, though. You're in the right mode, though. I like where you're going.
2: How about the Game of Clue?
0: Game of Clue, number five. Ooh, way
2: to go, Joe. Right. Whew, that is good.
0: That was a game I that, never really, as a kid, it was a little too complicated for me. I think I would appreciate it more if I played it now.
1: You know, I did not enjoy that game. Um, I enjoyed the movie Clue, which was based on the board game, but not the not the yeah. game itself. I've played it many times.
0: Mr. Orange in the Den with the <laughs> candlestick, right? It was Mr. Plum. Was it Mr. Or Plum? Green. Mr. Green. <laughs> okay.
1: Professor Plum, Mr. Green. Anyway. you
0: You need number four.
1: Number four. You know, I'm going to say, you know, I have no idea. I'm going to say Candyland.
0: (laughs) Candyland's number nine. Candyland's number nine. People are fervid about this game in number four. You want to give them a clue, Scott?
2: Joe, given that you give us word of the day, I'm going to say Scrabble. What a
0: a clue. clue? That was a great clue. Yeah, there you go.
1: I don't like that game either. Mr.
0: (laughs) Word of the Day Scrabble. So we've got chess, checkers, just crazy amount of games sold. So they are, they're, they're one and two and everybody else is just the distant three, four, five, whatever to them.
1: You know, those games, I, the ones that I do not enjoy playing are the ones that make you think the most.
0: Isn't that interesting? These, these, these are <laughs> relatively, they're, they're kind of thinking <laughs> games, right? Yeah. So chess checkers, Monopoly, Scrabble, Clue. There Where was those, Risk on that? Top five. Where was Risk on that list? Risk is number 15. How about
1: yeah. How about Settlers of Catan?
0: Number fourteen, and for it being a relatively recent game, yeah. that's that's actually the most recent game on the on the list wow. here. A pretty popular game.
2: I do enjoy that one. We also have National M M&M and M Day, as in the candy, as in the candy. Okay, the rapper. not, not <laughs> the wrapper. <I> <laughs> right. Say, National M and M Day. Right. This,
0: this is a family show. We can't necessarily talk about Eminem or go through some of his lyrics here. So let's go candy. No eight mile. There you <laughs> go. Okay. <laughs> So M&M's, did you know this, Joe? M&M's were originally manufactured for our troops who wanted a, uh, a sweet snack, but if you just gave them chocolate, the heat, the humidity, wherever they would be going, by the time they were ready, were ready for that snack, it would just be melted. The idea came up to have a hard candy shell over that candy to preserve it so our troops could have something sweet that would stay... Usable after they've been through battle and been sitting in the rain and the heat all day. So that's how that M M&M and M came about, and the slogan, you know, the slogan.
1: Yeah, it melts in your mouth, not in your hands.
0: Melts in your mouth, not in your hands. Right. So that's. Hmm. I think that's probably the most popular candy slogan. I'm going to give you a couple other slogans, Joe. I'm going to see how well you know your candies because you're okay. a sweets guy.
1: I do enjoy my sweets a little too much.
0: Right. You're not an octopus guy necessarily. Uh, you know, give
1: me M and M's over octopus any day.
0: Yeah, I think most of us would agree. <laughs> so I'm just going to give you a couple uh, a couple. Sl- slogans a couple uh a couple little jingles here and see if you can tell me what candy bars okay associated make it with sure you that. sing it too okay nobody better lay a finger on my butterfinger. there you go joe if he kissed you once will he kiss you again hershey kiss mm, it's a can't well it's certs oh certs okay. the breath yeah, I know right, that, certs. yeah. Are, do they even make certs anymore they make them but that's an old school 80s wow yeah. thing um the great american chocolate bar Oh, that's got to be Hershey's, right? There you go. Okay. You got it. At work, rest and play. You get three great tastes in a... Payday. A Milky Way. Uh. (laughs) Really? It's Milky Way? It's Milky Way, Uh, yeah. Okay. Joe, there's no wrong way to eat a... Snickers.
1: No, wait, wait, wait. There's no wrong way to eat a... Snickers.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Reese's. Oh, I I was thinking Reese's. All right. Joe, get the sensation. Get
1: the sensation. Um... Gonna say I have no idea.
0: York peppermint patty. Oh. Remember they would sure. eat the peppermint was, patty and it just like it would it. snow or yep. something around You're right. them, right? You're right. <sighs> right. Taste the rainbow. Skittles. There you go. Makes mouths happy.
1: Makes mouths happy. You can see happy. the smile
0: forming in the commercial.
1: Amazon. Um I'll know I'll know it when you say it.
0: Twizzlers. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Twizzlers. Yep, yep. Licorice. How many licks does it take to get to the center? Tootsie roll tootsie pop pop. tootsie pop Uh, what yeah tootsie roll pop
1: tootsie Tootsie roll pop all right yeah i knew i just didn't say that right
0: double your pleasure double your
1: fun double mint gum
0: there you go that's an 80s slogan look at that one i know that's a good one I even
1: probably sing that one but i won't
0: all right last one joe sometimes you feel like a nut sometimes you don't
1: these are disgusting sometimes you feel like a nut sometimes you don't what are those called
0: finish it up Almond um, Joy's enjoy. Got Almond um, Joy, mounds, mounds Don't. don't. Yeah, there, there you go. go. I think the best one out of all of those is uh, Melt in Your Mouth, Not in Your Hand. Yeah. m has it.
2: That's a good one. We also have Be Bald and Be Free Day. I might identify with this one. Be Bald? Be Bald and Be Free. So it's not to be not to be ashamed or feel bad about your glossy nugget, I guess. <laughs>
0: glossy nugget <laughs> okay there you go be proud and I, I Bruce am. Willis
2: wears it wet. well
0: I'm so happy I, I save so much time in the morning by not having to do my hair right I don't comb it I don't brush it I don't tell. have to blow dry it look at you talking <laughs> <laughs> my hair is longer than yours I think no but look at you save so much time and it is exciting you get to just go out the door and not have to worry about what the wind's going to do to my hair how the humidity is going to affect it
1: I'm trying to save mine but a it's freak. a losing cause
0: yeah I'm with you and I think the, the heart of this day, or at least a good part of this day, is to celebrate people who don't have a choice of going bald, That's great right, point. and have to do it because of some chemotherapy or radiation therapy. So, great point. those people—they're pretty awesome. And I think celebrating baldness and their their bravery and what they've had to go through is pretty commendable.
2: Absolutely, yeah. Good point. I have a quote to finish this out.
0: I'm ready. Give it to me. What do you got? I will get this one. Yeah, before I, the I last feel good group. about
2: this quote. I haven't heard it yet, but I feel like I feel like we're going to get it, Chris. I've hijacked this quote a little bit. I'll give you the whole quote when we're done, but I've hijacked it a little bit just to make it a little harder for you, okay? Because okay. it, it needs to be a little little bit harder. <laughs> never say never, because limits like fears are often just an illusion. Listen, never I
0: thought this say was never be say never, because
2: limits like fears are often just an illusion. Hmm.
0: Oh man, somebody who's accomplished something that no one ever thought could be accomplished. It'd be like Neil Armstrong or Jim Ryan, right? Breaking the four minute mile, the guy who said that can that's never that'll never happen. Can't land on the moon, can't
1: I'm gonna say Tom Cruise.
0: <laughs> you would. You would it's not Tom I, I'm gonna say Neil Armstrong.
2: It is not Neil Armstrong, it is not Tom Cruise. No. Okay. Right. I had to do that because I would I would fear that you would know who it is if I gave you the whole quote. Fear an okay. illusion. Fear is an illusion. you there would you go. Fear that you I, well, would. Fear I want you to that. have to struggle a little bit on okay. this one. A type of salmonella was named after him.
0: <laughs> a type of salmonella. What?
2: Because no, there were types. Because a doctor who found it was a fan of this person, and so he named the salmonella after him. What an honor to name a terrible thing after somebody. Okay, that's a tough clue. Next, don't clue. worry about it. I'll give you the next clue. He has a phobia of large bodies of water.
0: I have somebody who doesn't he want to had, go on. He
2: had a friend drown in the ocean when he was a kid. He also nearly drowned himself. But he'll go into pools now because those are safe. But he will not go. Even getting on a, on a ship, he's very anxious getting on a ship.
0: Somebody that has no limits, no boundaries.
2: Okay, these next ones. I'm, see, there's been so much. I, I've made it tough on purpose because I don't want you to get it right away. He has a meal tradition that he followed four hours before every game. It was a New York strip steak, a 23-ounce New York strip steak. Side of mashed potatoes. See, Chris has got it. A salad, a side salad, right? He had a 23-ounce New York strip steak. A a
0: 23-ounce... That's like Bigfoot size. <laughs> a big, it's a, twenty-three ounces. That's a big steak. I'm that's a big I'm, dude that has to eat that.
2: I found it interesting that it was a twenty-three ounce. You know, not twenty-four, not twenty-two. Anyway, but twenty-three ounce New York strip steak, a side of mashed potatoes, a salad on the side, and a ginger ale. Well, it's not Tom Brady because he, he that guy eats like a fanatic. Um, yeah, so it's an athlete. But four four hours before every Chris has it.
0: I, I I do have it. You gave you, it away what? with the twenty-three.
1: What
2: Michael
0: Jordan? Oh, I did. It's Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah, Jordan. Sorry.
1: Oh no,
2: Chris. Way to go, Chris, on that. Catch, I did. <laughs> I shouldn't have said the twenty-three ounce.
0: That would have totally passed me by.
2: So, real quick, he owned a motorsports team. Did you know he owned a motorsports team? He does now. He, he's back into it. He, NASCAR. He owns a NASCAR team. He, with he owned M1. Okay, so he before he owned a. Sorry. He owned a superbike team. Oh wow! From 04 to twenty thirteen. Okay, and then he got out of it, and then he can't, and Now he's back in. He's him. back in NASCAR. Awesome. He's in NASCAR. Do you know what his backup career plan was if he didn't make it in the NBA? Baseball, weatherman.
0: He was going to be a weatherman. He was going to be a weatherman. I don't think he would have fit in front of that green screen. They would have cut his head off. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> right? He, I'm glad like, he. I'm glad basketball worked out. Yeah, him. his chest
1: up, it only fits in the <laughs> I think he was probably pretty safe choosing the basketball career. <laughs> Just yeah. watching him play back in the day, it was great.
0: Right. There, were, there weren't many people like him in sport no. where when he was on TV, you just had to watch. Even if you weren't a fan, there was something that made you just turn on that game because you knew there was going to be something happen that you hadn't seen before. He kind of defied everything that we had seen in the past. He is
1: the definition of GOAT. Greatest of all time.
0: Yeah, I don't know how anybody could even say, you know, LeBron or anybody else is in that conversation. I agree. I think Michael... Michael's the real deal.
2: He was fervent about basketball. He made living in Chicago in the 90s a lot of fun. So the, 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 the true quote, I'll come back and just finish up with the true quote. One day, you might look up and see me playing the game at 50. Don't laugh. Never say never, because limits, like fears, are often just an illusion. Well, guys, this is the show. It's been fun to be with you. Listeners, thank you for listening in. And remember, be curious. Be bold. And be yourself. We'll see you in a week.
1: Not a furry, fervid.
0: That's something I can work with, Joe. <laughs> yeah.
1: A furry or a fervid?
0: A fervid furry. Can you imagine? There's nothing more scary. Fervid. Nothing more scary than a furry, a fervid furry. <laughs> Joe, if he kissed you once, will he kiss you again? <laughs> he will not. That's <laughs> or he's going to get punched. If he kissed you once, will he kiss you again? I suppose if you have certs. So there you go, Joe. If you don't want him to kiss you, stay away from certs. <laughs> no certs
1: for me. Yep. <laughs>